Hello everyone and welcome to our sixth podcast. Uh, if you've noticed, we've been pretty inactive this week. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, joining me on the panel as usual is Aman, Arnab, and everybody's favorite, Ratul. Hey. Ratul, what game are you streaming for us? So I'm streaming Transistor, but I think I might need to restart my game in a bit. I'm not sure what happened. But uh, anyway, let's continue with the podcast. I think it seems fine for everybody right now so i think we can continue with this podcast like i'm i'm a and game ready for some reason i okay. sound i feel like i sound like aman i don't know why <laughs> it's it's just one of those days so I'll, um, something funny happened today okay all right uh i had a huge headache yesterday and i thought like i thought i'd go call it early night and i fell uh, i fell asleep i woke up at 7 and i was feeling completely fresh but it was like who wakes up at 7 so i fell back asleep and now i've woken up and now i have a headache all day. oh wow unfortunate right uh all three of these fuckers were in Goa enjoying completely. Guys, can you tell a bit about that? Well, first off, we weren't completely enjoying. Of course, it was more of an educational trip. Like workshops and sessions involved. There was a bit of fun, yes. It was a good balance. What was it though? Workshops for what? So, this is where all the top brands like NVIDIA, LG, Lenovo, HyperX and Zotac, they got together and they hosted this thing called the Influencers Meet. Of course, I want to call it a gamers getaway. But yeah, it was an Influencers Meet where, you know, the top 15 gaming content creators or influencers, if you want to call it, they, you know, came together to kind of meet the brands, connect with them and kind of understand how it is done. Because, you know, ev ev it's it's like a win-win for both uh, parties. That That's what it was. So there were like interesting workshops, you know, all these gaming content creators meeting each other for the first time. Brands were, you know, showing interest in uh, gaming influencers as we are in 2018. I think some of us, like as, me, me in particular, I gave uh, a presentation. Like the, there were so many presentations were given, like how to use social media marketing tools to improve your, uh, you know, to improve everything, like from, how, how do I put it, like, how to become, how to improve yourself as a gaming content creator and stuff like that. Okay, I got it. I got it, I got it. Aman, yeah, yeah. So, you uh, were part of the influencer meet as well. I wasn't right? just part of it, I was the one of the people hosting it. <laughs> right, so could you uh, take us through, like, day one to the last day of how things were sorted and organized? What happened there? So, uh, mostly first two days, it was just, you know, workshops after workshops and uh, team activities to make sure that uh, people are educated in the first half and second half of the day, you know, team activities so that everyone gets to know everyone through um, st random games like, you know, minute-to-minute um, -minute games, like uh, trying to put a ping-pong ball into a uh, glass bottle, stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah certain team-building uh, activities were also involved, you know, to give it, you know, kind of help the brands uh, and the content creators to kind of collaborate with each other. I, I mean, fun. Yeah, probably, it was really fun. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it was like an icebreaker session, more or less. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, towards the night, uh, they were like, everyone went out drinking and partying. Like, that was mostly all three days. So, yeah. Um, uh, and on the third day, I think, like, we had all uh, 
like except me because I'm one of the brands. But all the influencers had like a one-on-one sessions with all the brands, right? Um, so to make sure that uh, to, for the brands to ins- understand like where, how to head into the industry with these influencers, and also so that the influencers can get an understanding of what the brands are expecting, and you know how to work around those uh, ways. So yeah, basically it was uh, the first meet of this kind, as far as I know, as far as any of us know, anyway. Like I don't think um, gaming people have been taken to uh, Goa or anywhere off site to meet up with people, um, with other people from across the country, and then you know just enjoy. So th- this was a pretty fun trip in that regard. It was, yeah. Uh, speaking of enjoyment, I heard Arnab enjoyed quite a lot. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. Heard quite uh, a lot of stories. Yeah, well, regarding about that, I'm pretty much gonna let my pictures on my wall be like you know speak so for themselves. If, but... if you guys are, if you guys have been paying attention to the memes, Arnab got slow. Basically, he got wasted all three days. He he be, he, Not, he okay, became okay, a new okay. meme. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up. He became a new meme, basically. Yeah, apart from becoming a new meme, regarding the all three days part, that no, he didn't get up. wasted the second day. First day, I... he basically drank and then collapsed on bed. Well, yeah, everyone of us were playing Dungeons. No, second day we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that that was, was fun. Pretty fun. That was pretty fun. So Dungeons was... and Dragons, that was except extremely fun and probably the first time I actually played Dungeons and Dragons outside, like you know, random. Yeah, whatever. But let's but, talk about the more pressing matter, which was you getting wasted on the oh, third yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, you got wasted is, to the point. I don't even remember most of it because, of course, that's what happens when you get wasted. Yeah. And I found out when I woke up the next day. I found out that I was put on a wheelchair and then, like you know, pretty much transported back to my hotel room. And uh, yeah, I have no idea what happened afterwards or anything in between. So. Around 11:24, that was the last time I took a picture of myself in a quite stable-ish condition. After that, it's all blank up until the next day of 8:30 a.m. No, day. even by that point, like we had to basically take you to the bathroom so that you could wash your face and, you know, <laughs> it was Not, hilarious. But... Yeah, it was hilarious. But I also Listen, heard that you guys hit the casino somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we, we did hit the, the casinos. On second day, I think we went to the Delton Royal, which was a cruise casino. So yeah. basically, there is a law in India which says casinos cannot be built on land. So right, they built yeah. a casino on a ship. That's <laughs> not going to stop the... anybody, right? People get creative around it. Yes. <laughs> so we went to that place. Um, rats won. Like everyone invested in rats. They gave rats the coin, and he was like being a pro. Yeah. At oh no no no, no 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 no! I need rats to explain the story to me in detail. All right. So all right. All right. So this is what happened. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like you know from my own personal experience, even my whole thought process and my emotional process at the time. So. I think at day two I was a bit tired because I was up all night editing a vlog and Aman helped me out with that. Thanks again, Aman. And yeah. when after and also I had to give a presentation that day about you know teaching these gaming content creators on how to use particular tools like you know Photoshop, Premiere Pro, like you know the usual video editing softwares to make their content more interesting and more presentable in like a very good way. So after that we had decided to go to the Delton Royal. Of course, my session was the last. And when I did, I uh, I was kind of anxious at first because like, holy crap, I'm going to a casino and I don't know what to do. Like, I, this is the first time I've never experienced stuff like this before. 
So that's why I'm kind of like wondering like what You're part of a Bugies party. I hope I pronounced that right. I pretty much messed up the pronunciation. For sure. For sure. Like for sure. For sure. For sure. And I claim to be a New Yorker fan. <laughs> but I'm, right. but so yeah on the boat like i was anxious so once i got the chips i was like wondering okay i don't want to hold these chips at the same time i don't want to let go right in the end i was wondering what game do i play so i've played all of these games on uh, you know like i've played all of these games online like you know gta san andreas and stuff like that but i didn't you know really know what to do so i joined I went ahead with the blackjack table one of the influent gaming creators uh, rakazon he was uh, you know he was the one playing and he lost a bit and i just jumped in and i had the four chips i you i won three and lost one right so i made a bit of profit there and no basically uh, rats was the like the uh, what should i say he was the cream of the crop at that gambling place he won yeah. 6k for everyone yeah so like, exactly in total for everyone yeah so everyone what yeah, yeah, was a monthly salary that's how it got <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't i wouldn't say it like that but he won he, he, 6k of a complete like you know combined pot yeah whatever and he also won 1500 for asset cash yeah. so yeah that's yeah. That, that's for those listening to... that's how much we get paid for this Asset cash is going places now through gambling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, support gambling. Support. So if you're not a part of our serve, like followers, and but you're still seeing this content is because of that. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> has there has there been anything that you've been doing apart from gambling and playing dungeons? I mean, see, so the gambling thing, like, see, everyone saw how much fun I was having. So they just let me, you know, they just gave me all their cards, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. I don't mind. It was it was okay. good experience. So, right. So me wrapping it up from going from Amman to Anub to Rats. Each of you like give me in one minute what was the highlight of this influencers meet. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. start. Okay. So the highlight was for me probably going on the water beach sports and I got to ride a jet ski. I paid off the guy uh, uh, 500 like 100 bucks and he let me ride it while everyone else he was basically riding them. No, <laughs> riding them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, basically. So I for me, water sports and the fact that you know, um, the entire pack, the entire thing in Goa, it was such a new experience. I have always wondered why India never had stuff like uh, YouTubers meet up and all that, right? So right. when we went there together, uh, and all these fifteen other people from across the country. Uh, it was a different feeling altogether so the whole idea for me was it's a, a very amazing opportunity for us to collaborate with each other which is what we are also going to focus on uh, soon enough right anna what about you um to be honest i never expected that i would be uh, at that position like you know being there when you get there and you see these tremendously talented people and being there with on the same in the same hotel as them uh, talking to them collaborating with them creating and eventually creating content with them throughout the 3 days and that kind of experience you know and the people from the brands they are talking to you on a in a one on one session taking in all of that was kind of an overwhelming thing at first but in getting that opportunity i think that is the highlight of everything that's that's all i can say That's great. 
Rats, now finally ending it with you. Yeah. What do you think was the highlight of the influencers meet? Well, the influencers meet was good because see, I've met all of these guys online and online they always have that kind of, they keep the like you know everybody every streamer every content creator has their own persona right and they tend to keep that same kind of persona online but when i met these guys in real life my entire perspective of them changed completely and i was like whoa these guys are actually pretty good and they are actually serious like rizy for example was one of the one of the guys who was you know he was full on serious and he was determined to be like one of the top gaming creators out there which i actually liked and appreciate because he was also very into learning the ed- like how to get into editing and video editing like that was one yeah, highlight yeah. there and the one s- one thing i would like to add like out of the 15 people there rizy and i think pc peasants rohan right yeah, rohan. they're always going around and trying to create content one after the other like and that was amazing to see you know you would always i i grew up from 2009 watching different streams like e3 and gamescom and i've always wondered when there will be an event where you can just go on and vlog and get the opportunities these guys showed us that you don't need that big of an event to take uh, the opportunity and do something around that so expect some new content from theirs end very very soon yeah uh, you guys were involved with that as well right yeah oh uh, we we i was put me Arnab and uh, Tamuljit were in one of the podcasts we did on the last day. Unfortunately, Rats woke up very late, so he went for breakfast. But we basically woke up early on, and then uh, around nine o'clock we started the podcast and ended I it. Think, I think, yeah, like like a couple of us skipped breakfast altogether for that. Like you know, since it was last day, we skipped breakfast, like going to taking a bath and everything, and just did that. Okay, yeah, but sorry, Rats, for being interrupted. Continue no, what you were saying. Yeah, so then the last highlight would be that you know I'm a kid from Chennai. I was, I'll be honest, I was like a mama's boy. I never got the chance to experience cool stuff. Like I'm 23 years old, and a lot of people have, you know, in my age, all even some gamers, they've gone to clubs, they've done all these cool things and all that, and I haven't experienced any of that. And I got to experience that in Goa and meet all these amazing content creators and influencers. So I say it's like a sh- amazing experience, and I loved it. Let no, me no, tell you, at 23 years thing, of age, not a lot of people have gone onto boats in casinos and played a lot yeah. of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's the, it's the, so you've still not missed out on much. Yeah, but but it was still an amazing experience to be a part of, like, and also the memes, also man. The- I got the memes. Like I don't want to. Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to. I don't want to. Can we post those? Can we post those memes on our page so people can see? <laughs> we can share maybe. But like Rats is like skimming over one very very important thing. He won an award from Nvidia. Oh yeah. Crap! I actually forgot to mention that. Oh, so right. tell us about that, man. So day one, uh, during our icebreaker session. uh they were giving a what they were talking about you know nvidia's contribution to gaming what they did in 2017 and their plan for 2018 and they were giving out awards so they gave away awards to yogesh and ishan and when the, and the third award when Vam, when vamsi krishna the marketing head of nvidia said right. like this person he is he is my wild animal he is my wild horse at first i thought of karthik because there's another story for that which we will you know delve on in a later date or whatever so i thought it was him but then everyone just looked at me and i'm like wondering wait why are they looking at me what did i do and that award was actually meant for me and i actually i didn't know how to feel cuz i was the first time i was getting like an award of appreciation and i kind of cried like a little bitch so <laughs> i mean it was it was a good experience and i actually enjoyed that like it it was good i don't know how to ex- 
like i don't know how to explain it but it was an amazing experience you know to receive an award from nvidia and like like i have no words i honestly i actually have no words for that ride on into the sunset you wild horse <laughs> <laughs> okay so before moving on into the next segment uh, you guys brought up this interesting thing about dungeons and dragons and that brought this thing into me into my mind if anybody from hyderabad is watching this there is going to be a dungeons and dragons session saturday every weekend on this place called get on board cafe which is the biggest uh, board game cafe in this country and there's going to be a dungeons and dragons session every day every weekend it's on saturday from 5 to 8:30 and 1:30 to 5 on sunday uh what these guys want to do the reason i want to bring this up on this podcast is because i really appreciate what these guys want to do uh they believe that dungeons and dragons is a really good gateway for people who imagine these fantasy stories to get into this creative aspect to get into making their own books make their own games create their own worlds and that's something that i really support and i really want anybody who's in hyderabad to check this out you might even be lucky to find me there uh before that after that let's move on to the next segment which is nintendo direct if you guys have been following they had this very short presentation where they just dropped a whole lot of bombs right a whole lot of remasters a whole lot of games that they announced the world ends with you the pokemon tournament kirby star alliances dragon quest demos but one thing was very surprising it was the dark souls remaster it's coming on all, all platforms bitches and it is coming on switch so now you can die oh. while on the go oh wow yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty interesting man what the hell holy damn yeah guys thoughts uh i'm very interested since i haven't played the original dark souls because you know everyone kept complaining about how on pc it has very very bad controls so i never bothered trying it i played dark souls 2 slightly and i played dark souls 3 uh, quite a bit but i never completed it so let's see i i it's a nice opportunity for me to like start the game from and understand the lore because i'm very interested in the dark souls lore it's very weird and offbeat so yeah right so my experience personally is yes i started with bloodborne and i think that was from software finally polishing their issues because once i got done with bloodborne i was so enthralled with the lore so enthralled with the gameplay and the basic world that these guys had built because it was so unique that i had to go back and try dark souls but uh, it, it i will be in the minority i'm going to get a lot of flack for this it is very rough around the edges it's it's hard to get back into that it's it's there's a lot of bugs in that dark souls 3 is very polished in comparison so i'm very interested in the remaster personally anup uh how excited are you to die again in dark souls since i have i since i like when dark souls first came out there was a lot of hype you know in the f- following second or third week since everyone was trying it out eventually i tried it out myself and got kicked to shit and eventually got good lore exactly that's where dark souls shines and with the i'm hoping they will fix up the controls and everything so you know with a better control and a better control system and proper i think if they touch up on the graphics and everything it will be a good game for new people to try and it's not hard when you learn it so 
prepare to die die again and again until you get the hang of it and then enjoy the game and series please it's a must play right rats you never played any of the souls game have you i have not played any of the souls game but a lot of people especially on my stream like when they message me on facebook on all my social media networks they tell me to play dark souls in fact i even got i think dark souls 2 uh, as a gift so i am actually planning on playing the first dark souls i mean a lot of people have told me that the pc control control layout is kind of messed up and they advise that i play it with a controller which i'm kind of against but they said if you play with the keyboard it's going to be like one hell of a challenge so i will try both out like the dark souls 2 and with the dark souls remastered like i've also seen a lot of videos about its story the fire of cinder the four uh, princes i think princes of flames or something like that if no, it's no, called once you once you're getting into the lore of dark souls and the souls franchise you're never getting out yeah i i, ho- I heard it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I heard it's very very intriguing and it also gets you hooked on to it. So it's 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 like if you just play the game from the front, it has no base story, but when you look into the item descriptions and stuff like that, that's where the story, you know, you can get to see the story and it becomes really interesting. So I I can't, I, I really can't wait for yeah, the Dark Souls remastered. Yeah, the reason the game is such a phenomenon is because it completely utilizes the strength of video game as a medium to deliver its story. It's one of those few games that can only exist as a video game you can't make a tv series out of it without it losing a bit of its appeal exactly like it, yeah it kind of shows it's the if anybody if i had to say like what is video game strength it would probably i would have to probably show dark souls as an example for that so True, in that yes. way i am very excited for this the one that no, like, no, if, if someone asks me video game strength i'll show them warcraft 3 and witcher 3 oh, witcher 3 you yeah. and stop here no witcher 3 get out of here okay i'm not going to get into that argument Right. And and uh, Warcraft 3 as well. It was brilliant. What the hell are you talking about? Stop bringing about... that here, man. It's a completely different thing. You'll only understand once you play Dark Souls. Right. I mean, if allowed to go off topic for a bit, Warcraft 3 was an RTS that was pretty good as they did implement that uh, fantasy and Age of Empires and hero and I think a hero based uh, RTS which was actually pretty good. It was. Yeah, but but you know to close the deal of regarding that i think dark souls is that one franchise which has spawned off a lot of content generation on youtube and other platforms just centering around its story and lore so i don't so think here's yeah, the thing i'll tell you about the creation behind the dark souls myth so the creator hidetaka miyazaki right hidetaka miyazaki my bad uh when he was a kid he used to read all these english novels but he didn't have enough english expertise right Okay. Uh, and he could not he could not fill in the gaps like a, a lot of stories were missing to him because he could not catch up with the language at that time so he put himself like he fill in the filled in the blanks himself the stories using his imagination all right and that was what he believed to have been the biggest strength in terms of stories he believed he respected the players to fill in the gaps with their imagination he thought that the uh, people had enough of power to make their own stories. So what he would do was in his games he would like just put in a little bit of tidbits and have people create this world by themselves. So what would be the story of Dark Souls to one person might not necessarily be the story for the other person. And they're not all wrong, yet they're not all completely right. Everybody has their own interpretation of the story, which is what makes this such an evolving lore. 
even to this day people are still discovering secrets and what it all means and still connecting the threads to the story that is what the greatest appeal of dark souls is and that is what uh, none of the games have done before and very few have managed to capture after dark souls sorry aman witcher 3 does not apply uh, so moving on to the next one or does anybody else have anything else to say in this very regard post, very post modernist theory but i completely agree that's all that's all <laughs> uh so the next one is what are you saying about the intel anybody keeping a track of intel like i have heard they yeah, did have some yeah. problem with the kernel issues or whatever i'm trying to understand it even though i'm not a hardware buff i'm trying to understand like how, like it's apparently affecting performance and as also some security bugs with it so i'm just, i'm just trying to understand like what's this? yeah so i'll just uh, give a brief like layman terms what has been happening i've been following this as well uh so basically uh, all these new new chips right they have this speculative mapping where they override certain things to uh, they, they do this guess networking right aman correct me if i'm wrong the procedure protocol has this guessing thing where they override certain permissions to get certain jobs done right and more often than not it works for them so this is something that was easily exploitable by hackers because using this certain framework in the kernel they could access permissions like private data of people on a wide scale and this was a huge issue so intel and uh, there were two format basically one was meltdown which was very very specific to intel and the other was spectre which goes to a wide array of chips so immediately after this every place uh, everybody started uh, using mitigation factors for this uh, intel started bringing on its own patch uh, yeah amazon internet a uh, chrome google everybody started to do it from there and try to mitigate it the problem with intel was the patches that they brought in would slow down the network put uh, slow down the pc sorry by at least 5 to 30% five for the latest one and 30% if it was a very very old pc but that was not supposed to be a huge issue for gamers initially because this was basically people who used computers for high end data uh, for high end number crunching for high end work but the patch has been leading to a lot of issues like with certain things being almost unbootable and this has been affecting uh, amd as well even the amd ryzen chip have been uh, experiencing the same issue with the rebooting and th- this has caused this is where things get very political all right where amd went into pr saying that our chips are not affected and then intel again released a statement no everybody is getting affected by this and then you have this real huge fiasco where the ceo of intel has sold like what 24 million dollars of yeah, yeah, yeah that that's the yeah. only thing i heard and that's pretty hilarious <laughs> yeah actually and then their stocks have dropped a lot of things have been happening so this is my take from all this what do you guys have to say on this well the <laughs> only the only the only wait i will say because yeah, i know yeah, you you know this. you know a lot about this yeah i mean more no, than us I, more than us at least I I think uh, Udit research more by now but like initially as far as I knew there was a security flaw and all that but the last thing I I know and which is the hilarious part is that the Intel CEO sold uh, some a large amount of his stocks before the news was released to the public right so this was he was expecting the entire stock 
prices to drop so that's that's pretty uh, nothing to say about that but that's a point to note that definitely <laughs> i found it hilarious it is, this is something that we all re- really need to keep an eye on because uh, the politics surrounding this is more interesting than the actual thing happening i mean obviously it's a very 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 big thing happening i should not be understating that but it's like how uh, people are basically spitting on each other amd is like no we guys are completely clean and intel is like, everybody right and amd is actually picking up a lot on i heard their stocks rose while intel's was crashing and then even the computers everybody is affected by it. there's google chrome trying to like mitigate stuff but the thing that i really want to know is obviously people are known about this happening well in advance right these things they get certain hackers to you know break into their cpu and this is a feedback mechanism that every company does to find to find how secure that their chips are right aman correct me if i'm wrong yeah yeah it's called ethical hacking there's an entire profession yeah it's it. ethical hacking right and this happens well in advance right 6 months before this uh, pr was announced so how do they grow into proportion is what i want to know uh, we uh, we're not very very clear on this but something we all have to probably research on how much does uh, it affect gaming still though so it it affects privacy privacy as much not as much gaming but if you are a very privacy like uh, if you are like paranoid about your privacy going to the government or you know different individuals you should be more paranoid because it's basically a security flaw i don't think it affects gaming uh, as it, it i don't think it affects, affects gaming at all really so it does not really but most people were i think a little wary of updating because they were very very uh, unsure about the performance thing with the patch but i think security matters more yeah i guess whatever i i don't really care personally yeah again this is again not a field of expertise so we'll move on from this yeah. i mean for a, for a second i thought it might have been the security flaw might have been the reason why i'm framing so much apologies for that guys game game <laughs> this game is messing nice, with my mind nice tie nice tie in <laughs> yeah okay so the next topic is capcom continues to cock tease us with dmc Oh that is something I'm really excited with like oh yes like I want the original version of the DMC to come back because I hated DMC for the new one I I I not because of other like I generally hated how the characters were port- portrayed they were like very very lame compared to the original element many times okay uh, yeah. I I'm a, I'm a fan of the new DMC but I I agree it's uh, I agree that it's the best for the franchise to continue in with the old style because even ninja theory is doing well now with whatever their hellblade thing going on and capcom would do well to continue their franchise for the fans so i yeah, am yeah. completely all on board for the fifth dmc to be i i mean i wouldn't say the last dmc was bad it's just that if you are a fan of the original series you will be mad about how they were the characters were portrayed because um i remember personally being a very very big fan of virgil in the first uh two three games that i played i played dmc2 i played dmc3 i played dmc4 right and how virgil was portrayed as this badass person who was ruthless but also honorable that right. it wasn't the same in dmc if you played that game he was a wimp for most of the part and he 
pulls some very bad cheap shots. I won't go into spoilers, but like it was a coming it, of age kind of story, where I guess, but like I don't know. I if you see an honorable guy, you you think of a coming of stage. Uh, coming of each story like vegeta maybe but not how virgil was portrayed in the new game so i i had issues with that otherwise the okay, game was actually pretty good you were saying that you played all four old dmc right not four i played the three of the dmc's i played dmc 2 3 and 4 okay so you would be happy to know that you can now play one big generation i'm going to cut off there for a bit Okay, all four games. If nobody has heard this one, all four DMC games are coming remastered to the new generation. Really, wow. they're coming? They're remastering yeah. the first one as well. Yep, first, second, third, fourth, all of them. Like, is it a full remaster, or are they just making everything 1080 and 4K? I, 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 I guess if you know Capcom, I wouldn't expect anything beyond a 1080 and 4K. Without still oh, playing the heck out of it. I, I wish it was a full-on remaster, like you know how GTA V went from PS3 to PS4. Oh, that would be epic. Yeah, I guess I I don't know many more details about this, so we don't we don't know. I'm just speculating at this point. But hell, I'd still play the hell out of this in anticipation for the new one. The the reason I I'm saying about the new DMC tease is the tweet by the creator himself, the Hatsune Miku issue, no. is you know who's been the creator of DMC 3 and 4 and also the creator of Dra- Dragon's Dogma has been tweeting constantly that he's working on a new game who by by this time we all know is the new DMC and he just said sorry he couldn't sh- show anything last year but expect something very soon that is what he said arnab yeah so uh since i haven't you know i'm i started gaming pretty like late so i don't know about how you guys feel about dmc and everything but i really want to play it but i haven't so this gives me a like a good opportunity to get into the series because now what's, i am what's the next gaming event coming E3, up big it's definitely E3, yeah E3, from E3. what i know from what i know it's definitely coming like dmc 5 the teasers and whatever not it's definitely coming to e3 and that's where everything is going to be happening but like but like when is e3 it's going to be in june man oh it's pretty far off still it's pretty yeah, far it's, off man. yeah it's pretty far and off. by this time i'm not i'm not satisfied with just tease i need some really really huge to blow me away here in from oh, dmc can, because if it's if it's dmc 5 then we can definitely expect something huge. like it's dmc 5 plus all the four previous games remastered so it has to yeah be- just and just imagine how long has it been since the uh, a proper sequel to the original franchise man yeah. when i guess 2008 we're getting a lot of sequels to very old franchises age of empires is coming back oh, yeah. jurassic world evolution um dmc oh my god it's a good time and this year i'm very excited because a lot of strategy games are coming i can't wait for colonists in particular colonists and ancient i forget god of war is also coming but we yeah that in the last podcast I, yeah. just just me thinking that this year will be the return of both kratos and dante It's like it's like you transfer like traveling back to time where you used to keep arguing about who's the better character. I think this year is is this year is shaping up to be a really good year for hack and slash games. So in general, yeah, man, hack and slash is totally my jam. Laugh. 
Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I just had a fanboy moment there. <laughs> oh, by, by the way, <laughs> we totally forgot that this game is raising, right? The new... You cut off you, you cut, Yeah, you cut oh, off with the game. Yeah. You went new game, you were oh. like hyped for the name and then suddenly you just cut off. It's like... <laughs> damn. The hype went through the roof. The hype. No, 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 no. I was not exactly hyped for this game, but we all just forgot about it and that's what's making me very interested. The Metal Gear game is also coming out this year, right? Uh, no, no. What? What? Metal Gear game? No, no one forgot. No one forgot about it. Everyone is just purely ignoring it. No one gives a shit. No, seriously. Like you imagine Metal Gear, the first thing you imagine is dramatic flair. You imagine big cutscenes. You imagine, imagine like Hideo Kojima game being plastered all over Kojima. the screen. Yeah, Not even that. you imagine, imagine Hideo Kojima. And yeah, and when you take game. out Hideo Kojima from the game, you don't really have. You have something that's. I don't know, man. I don't expect anything. Shadow from of his former game. self. Yeah, that. I I don't expect anything from Metal Gear game because I don't know what their what even their direction is. They and even their marketing for that entire game was so off. If you see it, like there was. Was no... it a zombie kind of game? Yeah. yeah it was no one knows. Right? They're, they're mixing all the elements. There is we we don't know if it's a zombie shooter. We don't know if it's an online game. We don't know if it's a co-op. Uh, something that you can't Yeah, it's definitely play. co-op. It's definitely co-op. That's Maybe it has been changed recently to be a battle royale. I, I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's like a you know if there's a proper story to it or if it's like episodic now like Call we of Duty, which might be a. Don't even know if it's a proper game or. Yeah, I, I am not at all interested to even see that honestly like let's see after it comes out i don't expect much if it's a standard game i'll be surprised i'm expecting it to be bad honestly though like without my helming it i remember watching one of the trailers is it doesn't it start with uh, you know snake leaving these guys on an island and just like no no no, no, no. So, so okay okay well, since i have extend like played metal gear solid 5 extensively uh, I was pretty interested in um, MGS fanboy, but then I was playing it, then the trailer came out, and it's like, okay, so after Ground Zeroes, the mother base that was in Ground Zeroes, it blows up, and apparently a wormhole opens up and sucks a couple of guys in and the remnant of the mother base that was being destroyed. And then it goes on to a parallel dimension kind of thing, and then it starts going into a random direction with zombies. That sounds so crap. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, not... my headache just got worse, man. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I can't like, process this. See, if like even though we know for a fact that Metal Gear franchise has like paranormal and like you know really over the top uh, random sci-fi uh, elements, it has been done properly, even for itself, even for a Metal right. Gear game. This is completely fucked to the core. Like it doesn't make sense. And that okay. is something that's a, that's a long stretch coming for a Metal Gear game, so it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. But you know what? I might just check it out, <laughs> just to know the extent of failure that's happening. <laughs> I, I I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, uh, I bet anything it will be like that game, uh, Homefront Revolution remaster. If anything, it will be like at at that standard, like a four or five out of ten. Um. Yeah. We might, I might even stream it. We might even stream it just for the love. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm game. I'm game. I am okay, game. Okay, so coming to this topic, so Twitch just really, uh, we just got the latest stats from Twitch and the most popular games. 
Yeah, the top Unsurprisingly, 10. League of Legends is still on top. Okay. And PUBG is second, uh, followed by Dota 2 and CSGO, if I'm wrong. Overwatch is all the way on sixth. PUBG has been catching up really fast. But recently, if anybody has been following, Tyler1 just came back in League of Legends. Uh, still toxic as ever, in my opinion. Yeah. So, for, but he has broken the Twitch record. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Rats, you were saying. Yeah, so for those who are wondering who Tyler1 is, he was a League of Legends Twitch streamer, I think two years back, if I'm not mistaken. A year yeah. or two years back, where he was known for his erratic and toxic behavior. Like, he was so toxic, it came to the point where the company Riot, League of Legends, the developers and publishers for League of Legends, they actually ended up banning him from the game. And also, his toxicity levels are too high that they even banned him from Twitch. Like, I think they banned him playing the game from Twitch. I'm not sure. He was banned from League of Legends. So, you know, and later they made an announcement where they unbanned him from League of Legends. So, he came back to streaming. He streamed for, I think, six hours, if I'm not mistaken. And yes, he... and he got around 300,000 views. Yeah, 380k concurrent viewers. 380k viewers, concurrent that, viewers. That is basically breaking the previous record, which was held by uh, oh, SKT1 yeah, SKT Faker, who had over 250k, who was a pro player for the Korean powerhouse. And, like, this toxic player, like, he just blue records. Like, there was even basically, a... it shows, like, you know, people want drama. Yeah, it's, and it was also at a point where uh, the chat was just filled with, you know, people saying people have resubscribed to him using Twitch Prime. People have subscribed to him. People have subscribed to him. Like the chat on the full screen, like on a full screen 1080 monitor, it just had that line in. Even the Kappa spams, all that wasn't enough. Like that's how out of proportion like this became. Oh, such an odd choice, though. And do you guys think this has... What got me interested was... I didn't see any change in Tyler One's behavior. If you go back and watch... He might have mellowed down a bit, but he's still toxic as ever if you see the stream. Uh, but yet, he's been brought back. And do you think it has anything to do with PUBG growing fast in the Twitch area? I, I don't think... I don't think that's the reason why like his toxicity is, you know... No, 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 no. No, I no, think no. He, what Udir is trying to say, was it a plan on bringing back that guy uh, to uh, get people to shift from PUBG uh, to, you know, League of Legends? If it was, it's a very temporary solution. It's not a... Yeah, it's not going to work in that case. Aman, what do you think about PUBG's immediate rise in Twitch, on Twitch? It's honestly it's as... close to League of Legends, but... So, if you follow... Um, if you follow like survival games a lot, Twitch has always had like the first three positions. Uh, you always had a survival game like PUBG. Before mm. it was Rust. Uh, before that, it was you know. It was H one Z one. It was there was Ark uh, up top on uh, for a long time. Remember? Uh, right. And so it's it's. I think it's just. Uh, I don't know if PUBG is here to stay. I'm very still step skeptical about PUBG, primarily because you know you need a hundred different players. And uh, I I don't know how feasible that is for a big scale. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, you know, I don't know how feasible that is for like a big scale uh, tournaments or a sustainability for that matter. It seems like a very, uh, I think, you know, PUBG is a transition. 
uh, for right. like I, we will see it for another two or three years, but not more than that. I don't think we will see the bata- battle royale thing go on for a long time. We'll see other things come out of this rather. Yeah. No, but what I want to talk about is Overwatch maintaining the sixth position probably for next year. Overwatch might actually make it to the top three because the recent Overwatch league just started. And that's and all. And there is some exclusivity thing with Twitch, right? Exactly. Yeah, there is an exclusivity with Twitch on uh, this. So I'm actually I can actually expect uh, you know the Overwatch League to do really well. Do you have any information? Like, can you? I, I don't know uh, beyond like anything it, beyond it, the fact that it is exclusive. It, it is exclusive, and the Overwatch League has begun. I haven't seen the video stats of how well they do it because it is being streamed on uh, like the Overwatch League website as well. And I'm not sure if you can view it on the client because I I just came back to Goa and I've never got the chance to actually like you know check out uh, how it is like on Twitch. So like, one thing I can definitely say about the Overwatch League is the fact that they're pushing a lot of money into it. Like, if you are, want to buy a team or if you want to compete in the official Overwatch League, you have to put like what twenty, thirty million dollars. Yeah, that is for a, that is for a slot in the US, if I'm not mistaken. Because the yeah, slots. Yeah, the same thing. That, uh, that's the same thing in most esports, right? Even uh, uh-huh. League no, of no, Legends no, no. has that franchising going on, right? No, but it's no, not. No, 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 no. Not twenty million. No, no, no but, other okay. like no other league requires that amount of money to just enter and secure a slot. It was always okay. about who plays better, right? Okay, so okay, this okay. this is more on the style of something you will see at sports like IPL or you know. Um, it's NBA NFL basically. Or, yeah, yeah, something similar to that. So if nothing else, you can expect the production quality to go way up. You can production more mainstream appeal. I don't know. There might even be stuff no, like but, Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, no, what you're saying is something league has shifted to as well into the whole NBA model of getting the teams done. Uh, the the slots you have to buy in to uh, to have a team participate. Even league had the players only thing before. But it's shifted to this model, and I see most esports shifting to that model soon. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing because you know that there's a lot more money to play around with, so obviously right. um, you will see things go up. But it's a bad thing because it is creating barriers for new players to come into the scene. So yeah, Where, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, part. you you either you got to be good to get in, or you just got to be known. Right. Yeah. Getting back uh, I think... to the topic, yeah. Getting back to the topic, I want to know. I'm an, I'm not very familiar. I'm I'm sure you're more familiar about tournaments that Overwatch holds. Uh, I'm not sure how regular it holds. Uh, it is held because I know League has uh, has seasons going on year long, like tournaments going on for year for a whole year. Uh, what is the Overwatch system? Are you talking about seasons? There are like seasons. Every three months, there is a season. No, I think uh... you're asking in particular with the Overwatch League, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So with the Overwatch League, it is all the players. They are contract. I think all the teams, they purchase spots for a particular season. I think a particular season or particular year, which includes like two seasons, and there mm-hmm. is a transfer period. It's it's basically like your actual NFL, right? And it goes. Yeah. It 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 actually plays on that lines. It 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 kind of makes it like an actual sport. So where a lot of sponsors are involved and a lot of other things are there, and these are proper league matches, right? They do the double round robin systems and all of that just to make it more and more, uh, you know, epic. 
like epic as in like in terms of production quality and as well as you know tournament wise that's why a lot of the overwatch league players are still you know they have high hopes for uh, the overwatch league to do pretty well because at first okay okay let me let me let me hold you for there for a moment like we have abhishek prishti asking arnab who is the photographer for the pics taken i like those more than the rest <laughs> i do not understand what he's talking about what He's talking about the. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the pics of you in the wheelchair. Oh, who was the so, photographer? Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that was Yogi if, or Zaz. Hey, if I no 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 Yogi uh, in that picture of the wheelchair, Yogi is actually holding the wheelchair. Okay, so Amit Zaz. So so okay, I know for a fact Amit Zaz, Yogi, Ishan, Superman. I know it no, might have been Tamojit as well. No no no, Tamojit was also pretty tired and. going to the room oh all right then it, it it might be either it might be zayed <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's so asking close. another question hold on no no no, no wait so closing down on the topic before one last thing i want to say is rats yeah uh, you are familiar with you were uh, while hosting the pubg tournament you said something very interesting about pubg actually taking an effort to improve the way the casters uh the game was casted yeah do you see that having any influence on the twitch that could so that way there can be more tournaments it can be much uh, it, it can be much like you know better for the you know for the viewers especially because right now like while we did that uh, pubg invitational we could only have one observer per game like probably the reason right. for that is you know more number of players the more unstable the server becomes and pubg is a very cpu intensive game which needs a lot of resources and that, that's pretty understandable and also you know the fact that it's a battle royale game you know more servers and all of that stuff yada yada but if they improve and make the spectator ui just a little bit more better maybe add another observer in because you know it's a huge game you you have 100 people you can't have one person focusing on everything you're going to want to have like your secondary observer also checking out something else so that you can quickly kind of see what is happening so that way i think uh, you know pubg they are working on a lot of things like the company is see that, that's a that's the beauty of pubg the reason why they worked out well as uh, a battle royale in my opinion was that they were you know, they were into the community they didn't hmm. like h1z1 just gave updates and expected people to like oh okay we'll just give an update they'll know what's up and you know if we just make money and st- and some stupid stuff like that but pubg is actually been so community centric they actually want to improve the community and make pubg like a really good game that can be enjoyed by both casual players like myself and competitive players out there right anub You've been really quiet on this whole situation. Do you have anything to say? So regarding PUBG, again, like what Rat said, it's a very community-driven game, and PUBG's success story is because of the community. I don't know if you guys know about this. Uh, I think it works in a very uh, economic. It's a economic theory and everything. It's called a double dipping strategy. So mm-hmm. they tried that, and this double dip actually worked because people who started playing PUBG. They was, they were uh, streaming on Twitch and YouTube. Then they started posting VODs of this content of these streams onto YouTube, which people which got more people hooked onto the game. They started right. buying the game and they they went on to stream and it went on and it blew up. And now you can see PUBG is a success story. 
Yeah, PUBG and is is really PUBG, good. Yeah, for the first time in my life, like I've seen a lot of survival games come into play and eventually fizzling out, but PUBG is that one game which made a success story out of something that hasn't been a success story for a long for the longest amount of time. So, like and again, I do not expect survival games to actually survive in this industry because it's a very <laughs> see what you did there. I yes, I'm <laughs> sorry. But <laughs> but again, uh, PUBG as a like survival genre is a very hit and miss genre. It's good to see PUBG and uh, Fortnite, another success story, I would say, uh, making good in this in this industry, but in an, in the long term process, I'm very skeptical and I will like keep my fingers crossed to see where it goes. That's that's all I can say. Anyway, okay. by the way, by the way, I want to talk about a certain topic that I think we missed before. Yeah, so we will get to the questions, Aman. We will get. No, to no, the no, questions. not questions, right. not questions. I I have a topic that we didn't discuss before the stream started, which is something I'm definitely hyped about, which is the HTC Vive Pro. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, so I have uh, I have used the HTC Vive for uh, like an extensive amount of time since it, I have one, and like I'm like I'm so excited to see what the Vive Pro has to offer because first of all, uh, they're taking they're increasing the resolution, uh, which was an issue in the Vive, like because you know uh, you could see the pixels if you concentrated on while you're wearing the Vive, you could see the pixels in the screen in front of you. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is that they have completely made it wireless and that they have added headphones to the entire thing. So you don't need external headphones anymore. So which is something again, I mean, yeah. So uh, I, I'm very like glad that they're going to this direction and I'm very glad that new iterations of the same products are coming. It shows that, you know, the Vive has to an extent been successful and that VR is the second wave of VR is coming uh, right now. So the first wave we saw... Uh, come out two years ago, right, Rats? Yeah. Uh, and I'm 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 very hyped to see what where VR will go because I expect within three years to max to max five years it becoming a mass consumer thing. So every person I expect, like every general gamer, I expect to have VR at their home, and I expect good games to start coming out like within two or three years, max to max. So yeah. yeah. Aman, Show me the way. A very important point here. Uh, Coming to the VR thing, uh, when you bring it up, I feel like it's just a natural problem. Technology is headed more in a way of, you know, when uh, William Gibson said something about semiotic ghosts. Uh, we had the, the biggest in thing right now in terms of technology was the smartphones. But then again, they said that the only way Google, now we see Google glasses coming into play and we see most of technology heading into a way where it's the most comfortable to view something, which is straight on your eyes. Right, and Hi. yeah, no, stay with me where I'm going with this. All right, <laughs> so, but but yeah, we're not there yet, is what I felt. But it's good to know that the iterations are coming to go ahead in that direction. What I know uh, is not only is this a thing for gaming. I'm just saying that this is going to go become a normal thing, just like smartphones were a thing beyond that everything will eventually move to a place where it's more on the headset around your eyes. And VR plays a major role in that part. What I want to know is how the game development is going to catch up on. Because now the question comes, which VR headset to take? Because game developers 
have to now keep into account with every VR uh, VR headset that is in the market. Uh, yeah, yeah I know. Five, I know. Yeah. Sony so, has uh, a head start in this because they're already working on the, you know, PSVR separately in tandem with their own console. But how do developers like, uh, see, uh, you for know, developers, I mostly see as for developers, I mostly see HTC Vive because I, while Oculus also have a new edition uh, in VR, uh, right. the new one, I think, is standalone, you know, it's not connected to the PC anymore. So you can only see standalone content. I don't think uh, dev- main developers, gaming developers at least, will look at the direction of Oculus while that is there. Um, whereas HTC is full on PC. And last I know, if you ask my experience, having tried most of the VR headsets, HTC, HTC is the best by far. Like there is oh, no lag. There is no doubt in, within that. I've tried HTC yeah. as well. I've tried the other headsets. Right, PSVR. PSVR is terrible. I, I, I did not. Yeah, have yeah. So, I, I, as far as I see, since it's the dawn of new technology, I see people going with, you know, uh, HTC mostly and also PSVR uh, mostly because uh, Sony controls a lot of studios to create content for the PSVR. And for PC developers, I see people mostly going towards the HTC Vive because it's not. Uh, initially, I was scared that it would. Uh, HTC Vive is literally too expensive for the mainstream consumer which hasn't been the case, right? Because it's been selling in, I'm not talking about India, but abroad, it's been selling out basically like hotcakes, right? right? And uh, that is why they have created the new edition. And I see it heading in a very good place. I just wish that there's a good competition as well, which is something we're missing right now with Oculus going Which is what has me excited for the future editions of PSVR. The reason I'm excited is because uh, the company you know the sony development is very much working alongside the developing studios and working of where they would like to see vr headed so this is the kind of communication they're having to develop the next model of the vr thing which i believe is very hopeful because now it is it's it's an iteration process right people have seen the first iteration of vr and they're seeing like what they would want to see from a development side and then the, uh, and so on and so forth the uh, next iteration is coming up which has me hopeful. I don't know about that, but that's me. So anybody See, else has anything to add? Yeah. I mean, I, w- else? I would just like to try out VR, man. Like I must, <laughs> I just want to try it out. Like I, and, I was, I don't know. So wait, hold on one thing. I don't know if anyone has seen HTC Vive Pro, but if you notice there's some one thing very, very different. There are two cameras in the front, right? So I think there's going, they're going to add a, some sort of augmented reality. Initially, they couldn't because there was just one camera in the front, yeah. which did not allow for depth perception. But with two cameras, it, it will allow. And uh, I think we are finally going to see at least the starting of some really good augmented reality content as well. So that's also pretty exciting because imagine augmented reality strategy games on your bedroom. Oh, that would be oh, cool. Man. Oh, that would be really, really cool. See, augmented. Re- now that you mentioned augmented reality, that kind of gets me going. Like initially, when VR came out, I tried it out and I couldn't get the hang of it because it was so dissociating for me. But with the like, if augmented reality comes in and I can experience something that it doesn't make me feel a out of body experience, that gets me going. But the most important thing is that with the advent of HTC Vive Pro and these like wireless virtual reality systems, we can expect to see a lot of VR content online. That, 
like you know this new avenue of content generation it might prove something like it can boost gaming content to a whole new level and that i think that's the most important part um like i would i would like to know what you guys think about that no that pretty much sums it up very well i think that that pretty much closes the topic exciting times ahead uh and, so yeah tell me aman yeah and one more thing cyberpunk we are finally going to see cyberpunk 2077 this year by the way we forgot about that completely Wait. in the beginning whoa 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 go back oh, yeah, again. something Loudly. like that was announced Yeah yeah so um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077's Twitter account came alive after like 4 uh, years of silence oh, just yeah, to yeah, say I heard this. about this I heard about so, this yes. and and as if you're following Cyberpunk at all you will know that it's currently in a pay- playable state right so you're going to see that soon hopefully like around second half of this year maybe earlier but I'm really really excited because Holy shit! Which are three people creating another game? Yeah. Yes, I, I mean, it's okay. this. It's made by CD Projekt Red, right, if I'm not mistaken. I've heard a lot right. about yeah. it. And I, I don't mean, know if you checked. Anything the, Cyberpunk, I am in. And I don't know if you checked the trailer for Cyberpunk Rats, but you definitely should. It's one of the best ones out there. Like, huh? It's a cinematic trailer, but it's amazing to watch. I will definitely check it out after this podcast is done. I know. I know what right. I'm streaming if it comes out this year. Ah. Uh. So anything I, the moment you say cyberpunk I'm already in I'm already all in <laughs> that's the thing with me and cyberpunk so we move on to our next segment which I have just created before we move on to the questions it is where I will get each one of you to recommend one thing to the public for them to watch to play to read or whatever one any one thing you can speak 2 minutes about it like right. the genre has to be related to gaming or anything no genre you just it can be a video game it can be a tv series it can be a film it can be a book infinity war something that you something that people might be missing out on i don't think infinity anybody's going to be missing infinity out on war infinity war like three more months man three more months and we are going to have infinity war no, no 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 i'm talking about you recommending something that is all released and that you played recently or have you watched recently that you would want to recommend to the people that they should try give it a try okay i have a small little game if anyone likes rts games and wants a simple one to start off with it's a game called kingdoms and castles it's for like 300 bucks on steam actually yeah, get, like, i i got the i actually got the game as a gift i still yet to play it thanks for reminding me arnav tell me um it's a simple rts game it's like all tiled uh it there's tiles in the game and it's, it's created by a single person i think but it's pretty nice the art style is pretty nice it's not very extravagant like you will not find a lot of details but the contrast the coloring uh how smartly the game was made is pretty amazing and we have tanmay banerjee saying hey i've been waiting for dark side is 3 since 2012 yeah yeah dark side is 3 i'm pretty sure arnab is pretty excited for that like i like i said when we were talking about dmc it's going to be a good year for hack and slash games we already talked a lot about dark side is 3 in the last uh, podcast if i'm not wrong guess who talked about it yeah arnab we're not getting into that again let <laughs> <laughs> uh, I me mean, uh, is that all you have to say or do you have anything No, no. I would say if you are going to check out a small game, I would su- suggest that, like Kingdoms and Castles, it's a fun little tiny game. You will be able to finish through it in three, four hours max to max, and like uh, whatever it has to offer. But it's so like I liked it, so yeah, definitely check it out if you want my suggestion. Anup, 
what is your recommendation mm, now this recommendation is don't say warframe no 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 this recommendation is going to piss off probably the everyone of you but i would still say it's uh, if you haven't tried it already after it got patched and everything do try out division oh okay i mean why would i be pissed off for that why no, would why because, would be pissed off for that no 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 because division is kind of like anytime you mention ubisoft games the like the new ubisoft games people get like oh my god downgraded and everything and like you know bad game in general but after like i've been playing this game since forever and i haven't left it uh, when it was in a bad shape i was like you know helping out the developers with their qna sessions and all that like i've been doing that uh, on the side now after all these uh, years it's in its third year and it's still not showing any signs of stopping development and it has come out with a new patch very recently patch 1.8 it has added a new gameplay area and all that so i i wouldn't go into the detail without like you know extending this part but do try it out it's a great game right now something i'm right. pretty sure you wouldn't expect this game in this state yeah and tanmay banerjee is saying you guys should check out a little title called fract osc um it's a small little music game around music i have actually played it it's very fun so yeah anyone who wants to check a out a rhythm game please. i i'm interested in rhythm games i'll check that one out rats yeah Before, uh, let me know what tv series movie game or something is you would uh, something you would recommend for people to play like, or watch or see. see i want to say dad of light but udit will probably be the one recommending that or he might recommend no, no, person of i all right fine so but if i were to recommend uh, a particular game to play like right now it would probably be oh wait this is a hard one actually <laughs> it's actually pretty hard cuz i actually want to recommend every game i've played to everybody out there but if you're looking for something chill just to lean back and play with like a decent story firewatch is a good enough game like of course a lot of people will disagree with me on that one but it is a very peaceful game to just sit back explore and enjoy that would be my my recommendation No, of course, we've already spoken. I've already spoken a lot about Dad of Light in previous parts, so I'm not going to speak about that. Mine is a little anime called that came on Netflix called Devil Man. If you're a fan of Hotline Miami or any other game with the '80s aesthetics and synthwave and some brutal, brutal action, you're going to love Devil Man. It has this very, very unique art style, some sick ass music, and a very, very mature plot. They're like it's retarded, all right. You you for the first episode you you watch and you're like, what the hell am I watching? This is so not playing by the rules <laughs> of a typical storytelling experience. But you're totally in it because it's such a ride from start to finish. I haven't finished it. I'm still midway through it. But anybody who's watched Devil Man will love it. It's actually a remake of the original Devil Man. Like it's the, Devil Man has had has been a very popular manga from the '80s, and it's got a lot of adaptations over time. Uh, it has inspired many things. It has inspired Berserk, which in turn inspired Dark Souls, which is something we covered. It is the godfather of all these things. So I highly recommend something you should check it out. With that being said, now we go to the questions and comments from a chat. Aman, what do we yeah. have? Before I go into the questions, um, I would like to say that Tanmay clarified that the uh, fact OSC is not a rhythm game. It's more of an exploration music game, which is something you should know. And oh, that's also, interesting. Yeah, it's 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 more along the yeah. You see it, you'll be surprised. Uh, that's all I'll say. Yeah. And 
he also mentions that uh, you should, you guys should check out the vanishing of Ethan Carter. I have played that game. It looks beautiful, and those game oh. people are making a and those people are making a new game also. I don't know if you guys noticed it. When did the trailer come out? A few days, a few month month ago, right? Which the vanishing of Ethan Carter? No, no, they, they, the studio that made Vanishing of Ethan Carter made... They made uh, the, what, like, what Remains of Edith Finch, if I'm not wrong. Oh, that's a good no, game. No, 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 yeah. But uh, I, it was Witchfire. Yes, 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 Witchfire. Oh, right, so, yeah, the, the first-person shooter Dark Souls kind of thing that uh, that released on PSX, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am very personally very excited for that. Like, uh, it looks amazing. And if it if the story part, part of it... Really Everything like I, I, yeah. you know, when I played Vanishing on Ethan Carter, I was so blown away by the graphics because I think that was one of the first game to use a uh, photorealistic technique where you just go out and take pictures and then post, uh, put those pictures inside the game engine. So you have a very realistic effect of uh, oh, I didn't know graphics, this. right? Oh, wow. So I am very excited to see what. Um, uh, this studio does again and this is the first action game as such if they can make a story and, and vanishing of ethan carter's story was also pretty good so yeah, i've I heard a lot see... of things about that game i heard yeah, yeah. a lot of good things about the story of that yeah yeah so yeah uh, tanmay said it, it was the first game to use photogrammetry is what it's called i guess uh, oh. so yeah i'm very excited about that uh, that witchfire game um, but uh, okay, let's move on to the question, guys. If you, if anyone has any questions to ask, uh, ask us, uh, please let us know in the comment section, and we'll get to it. Also, apart from that, we are also going to have try and uh, have a little session where we are uh, going to ask you guys what kind of content do you expect from us. Please recommend offline videos because we want to shift towards that a little from live streaming because that gives us more creativity. True, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So if you guys yeah, have any is, ideas... This is sort of our AMA kind of session where we're directly interacting yeah. with them. Towards the end of the session. And we have questions. like... And we have 14 yeah. people watching so we have a good amount of audience as well and we have a good chat yeah, session. I, uh, so. I think we should put up a post regarding this. Okay, uh, so, 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 so... Uh, Tanmay Banerjee asks, what are our thoughts at, at Mountain... I think you mean at Mountains of Madness? Uh, you're talking about the story H.P. Lovecraft made, which uh, which was inspiration for Prometheus and everything. I talked about this the time when we played Terraria, if anybody remembers, where we were going deep beneath and yes, I said, to this find was, Cthulhu. This sounds like at Mountains of Madness. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's not what he means. At the moons, at moons of madness. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll... this is something I need to. Okay, you guys carry on while I check this out because it again this and I need to get in on this. Alright, so I've, I mean, I've heard of the game called To the Moon. That's about it. I've to never... the Moon? Is, no, no, that's completely different. Yeah, that's different completely altogether. We have a hardcore right. uh, literature fan giving us random questions. Like, go away, Tanmay, trust up, being annoying. <laughs> Give us, like, easier questions. Like, who, what do you think about the latest episode of Tom and Jerry? No, 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 but Moon. Wait, Tom and oh Jerry is still going God, on? This... Dude, dude, no, dude, man, dude, dude, that dude, was a phrase. This, oh. this is Lovecraftian. This is like, uh, the page goes... We are using cookies, but the good kind you can trust. We promise no scary Lovecraft stuff going on with this site. I am in. I am in. I haven't even seen the trailer. I am in. Thanks, Tanma Banerjee. I'm. I'm totally checking this one out. Hold on, hold on. You mentioned Lovecraft, and you're not explaining it, and I'm pretty salty right now. Explain. <laughs> no. Okay, so Lovecraft uh, is H.P. Lovecraft. 
I know about H.P. Lovecraft. Don't, don't, yeah. you can't think that I'm that normal. Come on, like, seriously. But yeah, what's this about? Moons of Madness. I don't know. It's yeah. just something a, a friend recommended me. Uh, and so it seems like a sci-fi thing at Moon. Uh, but if I if I have to go speculate from the name alone, which is clearly a nod to At the Mountains of Madness, uh, in that story, uh, it's a Lovecraft. It's one of Lovecraft's longest uh, books. He's made only two, three novels, and At the Mountains of Madness is one of them, which has inspired countless sci-fi movies. Alien, Prometheus, everything is a is an adaptation of At the Mountains of Madness, basically. Which is where yeah. a group of you heard the story, like a group of explorers go to find, they find something I've, which I've, I've speaks up the origin of humanity and basically it destroys them and everything. That is at the mountains of madness, basically. So Tanmay says that it's a game that looks to be a mix of at the moons of madness, what the moon brings and the dream quest of unknown Kadath. Yeah, these are all what... short stories of Lovecraft, uh, what the moon okay. brings. And these are all have been inspiration for Bloodborne as well, where you see the oh, blood moon hanging around, right? And the, where the plot with the moon is very relevant to the case. It is very relevant to Berserk as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. very excited. Thanks, Bayatan May, for this. We will probably stream that now that you may. Yes, Hell, I'll stream that. That's you can yeah, take a uh, break. I, I don't mind streaming, dude. I, I really don't mind. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wants to stream that. Wait, the idea was to get content ideas that is not related to streaming. Alright, wait. Um, so Gopi Sarvaj actually asked, uh, saying that photogrammetry is equal, like is. Answer technology is photogrammetry. I'm actually trying to figure out is that not the really, case? No, 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 no. That is not the case. Yeah. Ansel is something entirely. Ansel is Ansel is um, a photography tool, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. which freezes the it's engine. It's a photography tool inside the game, and it's something that uh, a lot of other games did before Ansel came out, like um, Mad Max, um, Shadow of War, etc., etc. So it it was inspired from that. Whereas photogrammetry is a technique video game developers use. I think. Uh, uh, Vanishing a Rhythm Cartoon was the first, where you go, literally go outside, take pictures of the vegetation and stuff, and then paste it inside the game engine, so it looks very realistic while you're playing the game, with a low uh, graphic usage on your card itself. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool feature, if you ask me. But I, I knew it was, it was not completely like Ansel, because I'm like, that, that's why I wanted to understand no, no, what two, was... Two different things. I Ansel just... is not related to this. The answer is a different technique altogether. Yeah. Zaid says that we should not be drinking too much. I think that was directed. Arnab, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Why? sure that was directed. No, no, no. Zaid might be talking about Robo because if you Robo isn't it, on the stream, you idiot. You are in the on. stream. But yeah. Zaid remembers Robo better than me. Everyone Listen, remembers without, you better than anybody else. To deflect the thing into other people. <laughs> By the way, Tanma again asked, "What are your views regarding the?" I don't I'm think not... anyone. I don't think any of been any one of us have been really checking up on that. Mostly, I have been playing a little bit of Fortnite, but I didn't check up on the Unreal. Engine. Neither am I. I'm not very well aware on that. Next podcast, wait, maybe. Wait, wait, what game? The Unreal Engine no, editions. Uh, oh no! Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely haven't checked up on that. Gopi says, my first love for RPG started with uh, Dragon Age Origins. We have talked Should on Dragon Age Origins a lot. We have talked lot. on it a lot about I the love fun. for the game. Yeah. So, I think yeah, they're done for the... Keep visiting our previous podcast for that. 
but we're yeah. not really getting any ideas for what we should do for the offline yeah. content. Yeah, Everyone's just throwing ideas. Regarding that, like, you know, and speed up asking everyone on the page. Maybe. Let's see. Anyway. Maybe. Uh, what do you say, Pudit? Yeah, that does it for the questions, I believe. I guess we pretty much uh, reached our time for the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And anybody who celebrates Sankranti, happy Sankranti to all of you. Out and fly kite. Right? Next week, same time, hopefully, we'll be here again. Uh, guys, if you, want, if you want to have a sign-off kind of thing to do, you can do it now. Everyone go like Ratsis page and. Oh, and <laughs> I was gonna say, I was just gonna say that, but Abhin did it for me. Because I'm featured there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he came to my. He was there in my vlog. Uh, I think we missed a question, guys. Abhi, Abhi, Abhishek Pristi has mentioned that we missed a question. Abhi, uh, just re-ask your question, Abhishek. But otherwise, I also have a vlog coming out soon where uh, I have a short vlog coming out of the Goa trip that we did. So keep an eye out for that. I will be probably posting it by tomorrow or day next month. Yeah. And we have a small podcast session with where me, Arnab, uh, Rohan from PZ Peasants and uh, Raizi plus Tamojit are together uh, talking about what happened at Goa, what we are planning for 2018. So look out for that as well on PZ Peasants' YouTube page. Yeah. Right. Right. And that does it for a podcast. Keep following us and keep being updated with us because when you know when it comes to Indian gaming scene, we're the ones who will show you the way. We will out. Thanks for watching. For 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 this is the end of the way. Thanks and peace. Bye bye, guys. Bye.